Well, good morning and welcome to from the seat of the cab, although we're not even at work. But thank you for joining me over this wonderful festive period. Um, today, I am uh, going to talk a little bit about a little bit about cars. And what I'm going to do is I'm just going to pop the bonnet and check some oil and fluids. I've got my two-year-old daughter helping me today because it's family time. That's what Christmas is all about. We worked hard all year so that we can have this little bit of time at home with the family. Yeah, it don't take many minutes. Pop the bonnet, everyday motor, you know, just pull the dipstick out. Yeah. Pull the dipstick out. There's plenty in there. Quick look in the power steering reservoir. Now they're not all the same on these old things. There's you know, on this particular one, it's old Land Rover 200 TDI. There's a dipstick on the uh, on the filler cap, and you can see the level on there. Just make sure we've got plenty of water in there. Oh, plenty of water in there. That's good. Winter time as well. Don't forget to make sure you uh, you have a quick look and checks to make sure that your uh, your antifreeze level is as good as it should be. What are you doing? What are you doing? Okay. You never know when they get up to mischief, we tell you. Now let's see if this thing will start, because it's been a it's been a while. She's been parked up ever since we blew the gearboxes up on it. Let's see. Oh, look at that, look. Forge straight into life. Not bad, huh? Well, that took a little bit of spinning up because I've got a second alternator on this thing, you see. But that just took a little bit of spinning up to get the uh, second alternator charging. So, not quite sure what that is. But let's, uh, let's set a wedge in place so that we can wedge it open so that she can go into high tick over for a few minutes. Ah, 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 ah. No, 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 darling. Put it back. Put it back. Thank you. Oh bless you, she's so helpful. Sometimes. Right, hold on a moment. A good start for that one. So you can leave that one, leave that one ticking over, warming up, high tick over. It's the alarm on the Ford Maverick. See, the Land Rover Discovery is from 1992. 
beautiful, beautiful thing. Three door, 200 TDI, power assisted steering. <laughs> it's about as good as it gets. No, I've, I've done quite a lot to it. We've got a second alternator on it and winch, winch bumper. Good, good heavy duty. Snorkel, two inch lift kit, front bash plate, steering protection, rear heavy duty, uh, heavy duty fuel tank guard. We haven't upgraded the, the rear bumper yet, but we're running, we're running 33 inch tyres and uh, well, it, it's good, it's, it's, it's a nice truck, it goes pretty much bloody everywhere. Took a, had a bit of a weldathon last year and it took a little bit of a Took a little bit of a session there on the welding. We spent we spent best part of a year. What went from a small hole about two inches to well, Jesus Mary and Joseph, what should I, I should have just spat a patch on it and been done with it? But they end up being a boot floor plus supports, both new rear wheel arches, side pieces. So well, inner inner quarter panels door post repairs plus putting in box section seals and then when I took it for the bloody fucking MOT that's the Ministry of Transport test which is like um, a safety test here in, in the UK when I took it for the fucking MOT yeah Jesus Mary and Joseph we failed and what, what the hell did we fail on well yeah that's right you guessed it fucking rust Got a little bit of rust there on the chassis. Come here, my little darling. Come and help Daddy. Yeah, come on, come and hold Daddy's hand. That's it. Right. Hold on a minute. Stand there. Stand there. Stand, stand there. We can go open the door. Okay. One minute. This one. This one. And he goes. Boop. Yeah. Come on, in, gorgeous. Got the. Come on, baby. Yeah. Oh. Oh well. So. Same on the Ford Maverick. Ford Maverick is from 1996, you see. Same again. Just pop over, pull the dipstick out. Plenty of oil on it. Wow, they're always they're always is. I'm, I'm quite good with things like that. Good, clean, fresh oil. No, no. Don't need a petrol can. You're only two. But just check. Just it's the same as with the digger. You just check over everything while you're under the bonnet. Make sure there's enough brake fluid. Make sure that there's enough. Oh, make sure there's enough clutch fluid. Give it a start and let it warm up. Turn the heating off. Happy days. We're falling into life. Ah, oh dear. But yeah. But that's. Oh, sorry about that. The little one, uh, little one has gone off with the with the missus to the post office. Bless him. Well, 
the other thing I wanted to talk about with cars, um, you see, both both my trucks are from uh, are from the nineties, so they're all over. You know, they're both both over twenty. The newest one is twenty four. The oldest one is twenty seven. Rapidly heading towards between twenty eight and twenty twenty one. But yeah, it is what it is, huh? Now, one of the awful things for me that I have to contend with on quite a regular basis, believe it or not, is um, is people asking me silly questions such as, Oh, why'd you run them old bits of shit? Why don't you get a new car? Why don't you get something more modern? And, uh, yeah... I thought I'd, I thought I'd quickly break that down for you, um, because whilst it's really really nice what these super duper modern cars with electric this that and the other and all singing all dancing everything under the sun, the reality is I I don't need that, and for the work I do. The travelling that I do, and the off-roading that I like to do, modern new cars, they just can't cut the mustard. They just, they, they just can't do it. And in order to get them, in order, well, in order to get them to do half the things I want them to be able to do, it cost me an awful lot of money, and I'd, 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 they'd be well and truly out of warranty if I did that. Yeah, it's like sitting here looking at my looking at my old Discovery sitting there, you know, winch bumper, heavy duty, plus winch, synthetic winch line, you know, big light bar on the bonnet, snorkel on the side of it, two inch lift kit, you know, 33 inch tyres, we're going pretty much most places. There ain't many places we can't go. The only thing that would help it out is if we had a diff lock and gearboxes that weren't broken. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, but that's the only reason why I got the Ford Maverick is because, you know, I blew up the gearboxes on the Discovery and I needed something quick, smart, in a hurry. And uh, this fitted the build just nicely, you know, 1990s motor vehicle, not too much electronics on it, not too much electric triggery on it, you know, 93,000 genuine miles, starts, runs, drives, you know, it's reasonably tidy, everything worked, happy days, away we go. And you just can't argue with that. But the other reason why I own older cars is because I own them. I own them. I own them outright. They're mine. They are mine. They're not worth a fortune. But I don't have monthly payments going out on them. I don't have any finance on these motor vehicles whatsoever. You know, it's the same with my caravan for living away. You know, it's old, it's little, it was cheap. But it's wind and water tight, everything works, everything does as it should. Not too fancy, not all singing, all dancing. If anything goes wrong, it's pennies to fix it. Not like some of the modern ones with electronics this and ECUs for that and climate control this, that and the other and boilers and blah, blah, blah. No, 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 no. Keep it simple, stupid. And the reason for that is because everything costs money. Everything costs money. 
and the more money you spend, the less money you've got. You know, people can argue, well, you know, why, why do you want to live away in some little old piece of crap? And it's like, well, you know, I'm only living away because it pays more money. It pays better money so I can afford to have a better future for my family. You know, why why live away in, in some big 24-foot tandem axle jobby with permanent this and, you know, full-size that and all the rest on it? You know, I'm sure it would be incredibly comfortable. It would be a home away from home. But I'm not looking for a home away from home. I don't need a second home. I have a home. Oh, and I want to always remind myself that the caravan is a means to an end. But I own it outright. There's no loan. There's no finance. It's mine. Which means if I pack up, if I pack up tomorrow, doesn't matter. I can sell it and I've got a few quid in my pocket. If something happens to it, no drama. I haven't got to go through all the insurance and all the rest on it to try and make sure that the finance is satisfied. And, and people need to think about that because, you know, oh, but you know, it's it's only a few percentage on the on, on the on the on the borrowing. Oh, it's only a few percent. It's only a few percent. Okay, it's a few percent now. What what happens if the financing changes in the next year or two, and you're tied up to a five-year finance agreement, and your finance doubles? You know, say you go from five and a half percent to ten percent, or even to seven percent. That makes some of these loans unaffordable. I don't have that. I don't have that problem. You know, I've got a little bit of extra maintenance to do, but I mean, let's face it, drive sensibly, drive safely. The only thing I need to do is just keep an eye on the oils and fluids, change my windscreen wipers annually, keep topping up a screen wash, keep an eye on the air pressure in the tires. When the tires get low, put new ones on. When it's due a service, service it. It ain't hard. It ain't hard. I mean, I'd rather spend. I'd rather spend a Saturday servicing my truck, knowing that it's done and done properly, than having to put it into the garage. Because that's another thing with a lot of these new modern cars, is that they're all either main dealers or you've got to go to, or you've or you've got to go to a, an independent specialist to get all the warning lights turned off when they start popping up. You've got to get them into the garage for them to reset all the different modules and this, that, and the other. They require this, that, and the other special treatments. They, uh, I, I don't have that. Very simple, very basic. You know, change the oil regular, change the filters regular, and they just keep running. And, you know, I just wanted to share that with people because, you know, I'm seeing a lot of young guys, you know, all singing, all dancing cars, financed up to the hill, credit cards all maxed out. Don't do it. You ain't got to. You know, live within your means. If you can't afford it, don't have it. You know, take an older car. Doesn't have to be an old shed. Doesn't have to be an old shedder. It can be still be nice even if it's old. I mean, I'm sitting here now, 1996 Ford Maverick, 24 years old. You know, floor mats absolutely immaculate I polished it all up yesterday with all the dashboard and everything all clean and tidy you know it starts it runs it drives it does absolutely everything it is supposed to you know there is there is nothing it don't do 
you know, you just can't ask for better than that. You know, if you want to use a car as a status symbol, ask yourself why. Ask yourself why does my car matter? And I think you'll find the answer is doesn't. Superficial. And if it matters to other people, ask them. Why does it matter to them? Why is it so important to them that you have a nice car? Is it because they want to see you tied up with the finance agreements that they've got? They want to see you tied down with monthly payments equivalent to theirs? You know, these are all things worth looking at, worth asking the question. Because at the end of the day, car's a car, it's a means of transport. You've got to use it to go where you want to go, do what you want to do, safely, economically. But anyway, I hope you enjoyed my little ramble. Have a wonderful, wonderful day, and I'll speak to you soon. Bye-bye.